When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We're not creative enough. We're not positive enough. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. We'll go on getting back. It's on getting back. It's on getting back. It's on getting back. There's every chance that Wayne Rooney could go back to the Man United training ground and stick one on Ronaldo. Beckham could raise the roof here with a goal. I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way to the World Cup Finals. Welcome to Dream of Our Lives, a new World Cup 2022 mini-series that we're taking a sideways and not very analytical look at the game's from arguably the most controversial World Cup yet. The most unlikable Brazil team of all time gets their comeuppance as Croatia get the last dance. Other than in 2018, it's the fourth time in a row that Croatia have made it to extra time uh, to try and get to the final. But will they do it this time? We will see. And it's been four years and they're still not very tired. Uh, in other news, Valt Weghorst went from sounding like a character from Harry Potter to nearly becoming a Dutch hero with his two late goals to force Argentina to penalties. In that match, there was more cards than at Clinton's at Christmas. Referee Antonio Miguel Lajos dished out 16 cards and has since been sent home. So uh, he won't be refing any more games probably ever again. Um, Morocco defied the odds once again with an impressive defensive display of a Portugal. They became the first African side to make a semi-final of a World Cup. Not since the times of the Barbary Pirates of the North Africans dominated Europe. And of course, they beat Spain previously as well. Finally, it's no longer coming home. And was it ever? NASA have launched a mission to retrieve Harry Kane's penalty. And the referee has had to hide his French passport. And Giroud keeps delivering the goods, showing that age is only just a number. Joining me this week is documentary filmmaker and Portsmouth fan, Harry Hansford. How are you? Yeah, not well, we'll get on to that. <laughs> we're getting, and we're getting representing for the first time the Team of Our Lives and Dream of Our Lives listeners, all the way from Sonny Barnsley, Mr. Nick Hyde. How are we doing? Good evening. Yeah, good yourself? Yeah, well, again, We'll get on to it. Yeah, we'll get on to um, that. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, England have been knocked out, as we've kind of discussed. Briefly, before we move on, chaps, start with you, Harry. How long did it take you to get over it? Are you still getting over it? Is it a mourning period? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still getting over it, for sure. 
Um, I think it'll sink in once I watch that other, I watch that semi-final that we should have been in. Uh, I think then I'll truly understand that we're not in it. But yeah, we're still part of me. But just, I'm just, do you know, you know, we always say, why do we do it to ourselves? Like that, that belief that I was like, yeah, we, you know, I predicted we would win. I was saying we've got to stay positive. We've got to be feared. And uh, I sort of wish I was, took your approach and prepared for the worst. <laughs> it was pessimistic, yeah, for sure. Uh, Nick, does it still hurt? Uh, no, do you know what? I think I was kind of half prepared for it to happen. A bit gutted that you know the the refereeing issues, but at the end of the day, we you know we had it in our hands. We let it go again. I think it's kind of. I'm 37. I've seen a few World Cups, and I'm kind of getting used to the fact that yeah, we're going to disappoint. Yeah, no, that's, that was my approach going into it. Pessimistic, yeah. you know, lower expectations. Um, I'll get, we'll get onto it in more detail in a bit, I guess. But it didn't hurt as much for me as it did the Euro final, if that makes sense. Because to go out on penalties is just cruel. I suppose in a way we went out on penalties again, but not in the traditional sense. Um, so yeah, it didn't hurt as much. It gave me a good twenty-four hours. I was annoyed, pissed off. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of looking forward to the next matches, to be honest. But we'll, we'll get on to. Uh, Quarterfinals in a minute. Steps past Toure, but not past Zambrona. Given straight to Paul Scholes! What about that? What about that? Hi there, Ollie from the future. Just to let you know that this is the part of the podcast which went a bit tits up. Something went wrong and completely fucked up, which means that all of the England-France chat was pretty much eliminated. So we're going to pick things back off when we're talking about Brazil and Croatia. So apologies about that. But to be honest, we did probably ramble on a bit too long about the referee. Um, we're all Southgate in as well. Um, I think that was probably deleted from the chat as well. Um, a big argument going around on social media at the moment of that. Oh, you would never get a job in the Prem. But would that Morocco manager get a job in the Prem? Probably not. And he's taken Morocco to a semi-final. Um, he's also was manager of the under-21 squad. He's known these players for 10, 12 years. There's no one else in the world at this moment who's better qualified for the job. So we back you, Gareth, and hopefully you agree. If not, um, keep it to yourself. <laughs> but there we go. Yeah, sorry about that. It's been all being corrupted, um, but probably the thoughts that we had were no different to the ones you guys had as well. So we're going to pick things back up uh, with myself and Nick talking about Croatia and Brazil. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Ronaldinho takes and David Seaman's call off his line and Brazil take the lead. Um, Joachim Love with, uh, at Germany. So 2006 was a home tournament for Germany. They were heavy favourites. Or, you know, they were up there in, in going into that tournament. They had a great young squad. Podolski, Closer, Frings, Balak, um, you know, Philip Lahm, uh, Oliver Kahn in goal. Absolutely stacked with talent. And they were expected to do far in home nation. You know, home nation always tends to do quite well. And they got eliminated in the semis. They could have sacked Love then. They didn't. They went on to 2010, where they got eliminated uh, in the quarters, I think. And then they really should have sacked him then. <laughs> but no, they they kept with him for a third World Cup and he went on and fucking won it with a developed team, both with youth. They had the youth of Mats Hummels and Mario Götze, who got the winning goal in the final. And Andre Scherler. Um, but they had like the old guard of like Miroslav Klose, Thomas Mommels, Lahm, Neuer was well established in that team at that point as well. They had a good mix. England, kind of in a few, four years' time, will be there with that old guard. I think you know, Bellingham's got plenty, he's got two tournaments worth of experience. Rice would have had three tournaments worth of experience by then. And they'll still be quite young, you know. So they, that, I, I, I think we got to stick with him. Yeah, I, yeah. I would, uh, I'd say, I'd, I'd, I'd want him to stay, and I think that's the right call. Um, but if it's his decision and he decides that he's had enough, then, um, you know, then we've got to just try and continue and, yeah, you know, say try and still build on it with with whoever takes over. So, I want him to stay, but I'm not gonna give the guy death threats if he decides to leave. You know? No, of course not. On on the on the <laughs> to counter that. The guy, I can't remember his name, sorry, but um, the guy in charge of Morocco has been in charge for 100 days. So maybe we should take that approach and just give it to anyone. <laughs> well, not just to anyone, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Exeter's manager, 100 days before. Come on, what can you yeah. do? Or um, Gary, Gary Caldwell. 
That is. Yeah. What about a player um, back in the day? Naughty's legend. Which, which championship club's going to uh, panic and uh, bring in the uh, Moroccan manager? It's got to be Watford. They bring in anyone. I suppose they haven't got. I suppose Elton John hasn't had a go yet. <laughs> <laughs> About time. Anyway, let's move on to the next game then. And to be fair, the other three games were really good as well. I was saying, no, actually, no, that France game wasn't good at all. What we're talking about. The other games were good, <laughs> is, what, is what I meant to say. Um, Croatia, Brazil. Croatia obviously won on penalties 4 2 after one all uh, in uh, 120 minutes. Um, Croatia's game management is absolutely astounding. It's absolutely brilliant. Modric is. Watch. I just kept my eyes on him the whole time, and it was like watching that Zidane documentary. Um, he's such a magician. He's an absolute fiend on yeah. the ball. Um, this is funny because Neymar done fuck all during the game. He scored that amazing goal, that kind of amazing, amazing run through the middle. And then he was like, "Come of the man, come of the hour." The commentators were jizzing all over him, and then it's kind of um, Croatia to score like a very bog standard kind of football manager goal to get back into it and before you know it they win on penalties um, I'm, so, I'm I don't know about you but I'm so glad they got knocked out because I found them <laughs> very 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 unlikable as you'll know from last week um, yeah, what went wrong with Brazil Nick what, what do you think is going on there uh, I just don't think that they've got the depth of talent to what Brazil's squads that we know have passed have got I think they've got one or two that are living on a name that they've made in leagues where they haven't had as much. It's not as fierce as what the Premier League is. So I think, you know, they've got the big names like, not that I'm taking anything away from Neymar because he is a phenomenal talent, but he's not done it week in, week out in a Premier League or, you know, somewhere that's really, really challenging. Um, I just, I'm not sure where. It's just the, the pool of talent compared to what we're used to. And I think there's a, an air of arrogance about them that I really don't like with the Brazilians at at the moment. Um, They always seem to be like really appreciative of the game. The older, old guard is what you probably probably say, like, you know, your older original Ronaldo's, Baggio's, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where it's gone wrong for them. And I realise it's it's because in the the game... Yeah, in, in in the games previously, they were pretty immense to watch. Obviously, they dicked um, yeah. career four one, and Vinny Junior looked amazing. Neymar looked pretty good, and uh, Casemiro just like absolutely sensational in that game as well. And then as soon as they came up against anyone good, because let's face it, career we're lucky to get through. They just didn't know what to do. They just look well. We can't rely on our our um, pretty little tricks and flicks when they try anything cohesive or functional which just didn't work it's almost as if they hadn't practiced corners or you know we're just relying on moments of magic rather than anything kind of well thought out um, and then a fair play to TJ as well he just resigned immediately after the game um, so you know credit where it's due uh, <laughs> it just makes the whole dancing escapade like look fucking stupid now how quick a man went from hero to zero it was literally days ago he was dancing with his mates on the sideline Literally 48 hours later, he ended in his resignation. I just, I was so happy that they lost. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, Petkovic, it only equalized in the 170th minute, so it did go right down to the wire. Neymar, really, I don't start, he's obviously a fantastic player, but he didn't do anything in this tournament. He, apart from that goal, he really didn't do anything. Um, should we still believe the hype? And is it game over for Neymar? Are we likely to see him again? Uh, I'm go on. You you go. go No, you go. You go. Um, I just going back to like I say, I just don't think he's done it in a competitive league, and I think because he's done so well in a not an uncompetitive league because it is still a a good league, but he's got this name for himself. So once he's come up against a better um, state of player or players that can, you know, they're not scared of his name. It shows him up for he's not as good a player as what he's he's been made out to be. I think, personally, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, get where you coming from, Harry. Yeah, I mean, I think we touched on it uh, last week a little bit, but uh, you know, the Brazil team have great players with big personalities, 
but they're not necessarily a cohesive team. Where uh, you look and, and you touched on it just now with um, Croatia, like with their game management and how they set out to play, and they're doing it for the team. Everything is, you know, a unit. Where maybe that's what that's what's lacking in in the Brazil setup. Um, and I know that's sort of a little bit part of their footballing identity is to have these creative and flair players, but that needs to feed into to. You know, they, uh, they need to be good at the same team. time. Yeah, and they, they need that strong, like middle, don't they, for that stuff to work? But um, yeah, so maybe maybe that's where the weakness is. It's just too many big personalities and things like that. But look, Brazil will come again, like they always do. You know, but, but, but it will change it, with it. What it done as well? It softened the blow for England going out for me as well. Yeah, I think Portugal went out. Uh, Netherlands went out. Brazil went out, England went out. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of like, well, it's not as it's if. Like set, yeah, and it's yeah, that kind of set, set the standard. And we, we mentioned it before. It, it, no one seems to fear anyone in, in this World Cup. Everyone seems to feel like we can do this. And I think I think that was set quite early on with that Saudi Arabia win or that belief of like, it's just 90 minutes. You can you can do anything in about 90 minutes or at this stage, it's you know, a bit longer. Um, <laughs> well, even back then, if we added on time, it was still like... Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You, you, know, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, you could do anything in 97 minutes yeah 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 but so yeah I feel like you know Croatia knew that if they went out and they played the way they did they had a good chance and uh, it doesn't always work out this way as we're, as we're touching on a bit in a, in a bit but uh, whenever you get that last minute uh, equaliser or you all the momentum does swing in your direction right it has to most of the time and not always we'll, we'll touch on that um, but most of the time, that's you know that's the way it seems to go. And look, they they couldn't have scored at a better time. And I think the Brazilians were rattled when when it even got to that point, and it was only it wasn't you know uh, out for question. I think you know they expect themselves to be two three goals up by the end. And uh, I think even that would have blown was a massive blow of their confidence. So uh, I'm not surprised they went out. Um, I might not be as happy as you, but I, I, I'm still quite happy mm-hmm. that they had gone. Uh, I just don't want Croatia to win. Um, I think I still harbour some uh, resentment well, towards it. I tell you what, but, it's not it's not a good semi final Argentina against Croatia, is it? If you're, from an English point of view, no, not Got at the all. old the old enemy against the new enemy. Yeah, but like you say, Mod- Modric just has looked incredible. He always has done. Uh, we talk about Messi and Ronaldo and not so much Ronaldo anymore, but in the last few years of them being sort of like ageless and things, but Modric doesn't get that uh, near and near enough. You know, he's, he's, if those two weren't at the same time period as him, we'd be talking about him as we do Zidane. And oh, absolutely. Like I mean, and, to be uh, fair to Modric, he, he did win the golden ball at the last World Cup. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's just a, uh, not a shame because he's, he's still had an amazing career and he's done everything, um, and you know might might actually do everything if they, if they win for this World Cup. Uh, but he's always going to be seen as an icon and a legend. But he could have been that sort of that top tier. Well, unfortunately, he just happens to exist with in the same time period as maybe the two best players ever. You, you know what? As well, I'm just going to sound really bad, but. It's because he looks the way he does as well. Like if he looked yeah. as sexy as Ronaldo or you know yeah, as sure. cute that as Messi, he'd be branded like a bit yeah, more. You know what I mean? Sure. I, you know, this <laughs> maybe that's a poll we can run. What ugly players could have been more successful if they were better looking? You know, <laughs> Dave, 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 David Beckham. Like again, he, his whole thing is on being good looking. He's a brand yeah. ambassador for all these like yeah, if, if Gucci and all this kind of stuff. If Skulls was better looking at, at that time, hundred percent as, as Beckham, he probably would have taken off more. Yeah, exactly. If Skulls, if Skulls looked like Figo, but was English <laughs> and wasn't ginger, you know, Lu- Louis, was, Louis, yeah. Louis, 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 Louis Skulls, um, <laughs> you know, he he he'd have his own club in Miami or wherever the fuck it is. But I'm sure. Yeah, it, I, I'm pretty sure that comes down to it. You know, um, but there we go. Same reason I haven't got a job on radio yet properly because I look because I look the way I do. And radio shouldn't and radio shouldn't be about looks. It should be about cunts. No. Um, <laughs> anyway, see, there's, there's finally a case there for Ian Dowie. Something that Ian Dowie can finally win. At. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, also, just very quickly as well, Neymar didn't take a penalty. It odd. Yeah, 
very strange. I think he wanted to score the winner, didn't he? I think that's the way he, he, he wanted to be right? the hero. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next game then. Netherlands, Argentina. Again, another penalty affair. Um, Argentina winning 4-3 on pens. Just a fucking mental game, to be honest. Uh, six sixteen cards. That ref was way in over his head. Just bloody hell. You he, he think it was like fucking... Christmas in primary school amount of cards he was handing out Jesus um, <laughs> but yeah it looked like it was a done deal Argentina 2-0 up against until the 83rd minute Veghorst comes on they go route 1 they go all 90s football and um, yeah he managed to <laughs> get that header which is a good header to be fair crossed in but then that worked free kick was I've never seen anything like that in the pressure of a, of <laughs> of like the 90 it was like 11th minute added time or something the pressure to do something right there and they just put it along the floor and he kind of taps it in. It was absolute genius from Veghorst as well. I mean, why he couldn't do that at Burnley? I don't know, but there we go. Um, an interesting stat I've got from this as well. So, uh, while Veghorst had 10 touches and got two goals, Spain had 3,000 touches in the last two matches and scored one. Well, wow. yeah. It just goes to show there's two, two very different styles of play there, isn't there? For sure, uh, you 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 saying there? Oh, they went all route one. Just sort of gave me this weird feeling of in an alternate universe, we we would be watching Sam Allardyce's England. <laughs> um, but yeah, for, for less said about that, the better, I suppose. Um, used to have Ebbie Wesky in the squad. Get him up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it was this was you know apart from well, maybe this was the apart from maybe one other. This is probably my favourite. Uh, game of of this round. Uh, like I say, just so much going on, just absolute madness. But that's you know we love all that. We love the fact that there are sixteen cards, don't we? That that makes a World Cup crazy things like that. And you know these last, I, I would have put my money on. Like I was saying earlier about uh, momentum swing when when they equalised and it went and it continued. I would put my money on Holland going through just because you know the belief is there at that point. Um, and I just kept, you know, thinking about, oh, Ollie's right, mate. These are going to be the dark horses, oh, for sure. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't to be, was it? And this is what, you know, penalties is, is that's why they're so cruel. And this is why, you know, we you got to try and avoid them as much as you can, unfortunately. But, uh, look, you get, you get yourself to that point. You've done really well to bring yourself back into the game. And when you get to penalties, it's just, you know, it's anyone's uh, sort of game at that point and well done on Argentina to get them south there I mean I, I, earlier on in the tournament I said they're going to do really well then I thought actually it's not going to happen for him so I'm sort of happy to see that past me was m- more correct than present me in uh, some sense but uh, yeah I'm not I'm not looking there's a few teams left in here but I'm not looking forward to them lifting that trophy Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I'm still unconvinced by Argentina. I know I've said it after every round. I was like, uh, Argentina, unconvincing. And then Argentina, <laughs> unconvincing. They get to the quarters. Argentina, they won on penalties. Unconvincing. They did. They were unconvincing. Like, And they're going to play yeah. a Croatia team. And they're going to be really up against it. Um, a bit of messy magic is all they can rely on, really. I think other than that, they've been unconvincing. Um, a bit of a brawl at win. the end of the match as well. You can win that. a tournament looking unconvincing. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's you know that as a, as a as a Portsmouth fan, you know all about that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Messi. Very much so. Messi was very ungrateful at the end of the tournament. Refused to shake anyone's hands. Seemed a bit pissed off at the world. Um, I suppose narrow. He had all the pressure of a country on his shoulders. I suppose a narrow escape to victory is uh, probably would would do that to you. Um, Nick, was this the most entertaining game of of the lot? Uh, I'd probably have to agree with Harry. It's probably up there with my top two. Um, I just like watching that Cody G- that Gakpo. It just yeah. he's something else to watch, um, and I think he's definitely going to be hot property in January. I think. Um, I just think Argentina. I agree. They just don't look convincing. I think they're just like an age inside that seems like it's like it's like watching the old men do the walking football. <laughs> but then they still know how to turn it on when they need to do. Uh, and they can grind a result out, but um, yeah, it was brilliant to watch. I, I can't say I've never seen a card in a penalty shootout either. That was that one new for me to see somebody getting a yellow card in the actual penalties. Were uh, that's a new Where one for me. 
Mad, madness. Um, on to the final game of the quarterfinals then. Morocco won Portugal nil. Just absolutely obscene. Morocco keep doing it, beating the big boys. Um, again, great game management for Morocco. And even when their, when their first some of their first team went off and was substituted, their subs came on and done an absolute job as well. Amrabat was amazing. Uh, Bono, the goalkeeper, sensational. Really did keep a minute. Um, good game management by the manager as well, who kind of went to a back six in the last 20 minutes. Um, Sice got injured had to come off at half time was it he was an absolute rock at the back as well and Morocco looked dangerous at all areas they do play counter attack but they can move they pass out the back as well um, they're a very modern forward thinking team which is something you don't normally see from like what our traditional African teams guess and um, yeah they become the first African and Arab nation into the semi-finals since it's hosted in an Arab country it's kind of um I don't know if it's home advantage exactly, but um, it certainly helps. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy for Morocco, and it was just it's, it's not been a good six months for Ronaldo, is it? Well, again, he's he done a bit of a Messi as well. He kind of tar- they've both tarnished their legacy a bit this World Cup. Messi's also an ambassador for Qatar, so I didn't really like him for that either. But then Ronaldo again just goes off crying, refuses to speak to anyone or shake any hands. I guess he would do in the pressure at the moment, but still. I thought it was a bit unsportsmanlike. Um, although, to be fair, he did equal the all-time international appearance record with 196, which is pretty mental, to be fair. Um, yeah, fair play to Morocco as well. But was it, do you think this will be the last time we see Ronaldo in a Portugal shirt, or will he try and get to 200? Uh, he's going to... Look, as long as he finds a club, he's going to try and demand to play for him as long as he can. And... Uh, in some ways, you know, what what's full friendlies to get him about two hundred and see him off happy? Does that bother them that much? Um, I can see him making some sort of deal with, look, just let me get to that cap and then then I'll go for sure. Um, yeah, as you say it's not it's not been a great six months for him. We we'll see we we'll see how he uh, where he ends up and what he does. Um, it's never easy for any player to. Uh, come to the end of their career isn't it and realise they're not what they used to be and to be the best it's got to be so much harder um, but focusing on the game look I said Morocco are going to give them real trouble I said Morocco are going to go for it and I'm uh, I'm predicting Morocco are going to do this again and I, I could see well, I, I can see Morocco in the final I, I can see them so. really I can see them upset in France like you think about as well the, the teams they've beat Spain Portugal They've been heavily. Uh, they got they got history of those countries, and France is another country they have a lot of history with. Um, so there's a lot of like pride in facing those teams as well, and I think it's just that edge that they don't, you know, that people uh, forget that, that, that that's a big thing for for certain, you know, certain nations to beat these people who they feel like may have been the fairest to them in the past. Yeah, and, it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not just that edge. It's that Bono as well. Well, yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> go on, hit your hit your yeah. drum machine. Uh, no, it's all right. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I, I I hope I hope they get through. I mean, it, I'm less convinced this time around, but I'm going. I'm, I am gonna. Yeah, I am gonna expect them to give him a hard time, no matter what. And the uh, thing is, though, I don't know if Nick, you agree with this, but there's a lot more pressure on Morocco now because they know that everyone else is on their side. Like everyone yeah. else in the whole world yeah, is on their sure. side. <laughs> they've, they've 194 countries on their side now. Yeah, you for know. sure. But then they, but all the same in the same respect, they've got uh, they've got to take that on and go. This is you know how great is this that they want us to do this. We got to do this for you know. Okay, it's pressure, yeah. but they've got to use it as motivation. Um, but how how incredible if. Not only are they the first African nation to reach the semis, or the first North Af- African team to, uh, well, they the first North African team to get to the quarterfinals as well. Like, if they can just keep that role going, like, it's incredible stuff. And they're gonna, you know, if England won, those players are gonna be remembered forever in England. Morocco who get knocked out in the semi in the semi final, they're remembered forever in Morocco. If they if they get to that final, there'll be towns named after them. You know, there'll be, yeah, you know, it'll be crazy. The sort of uh, yeah, that's very. You get, 
you're very very i thought you're gonna say <laughs> i thought you're gonna go on like some sort of uh weird kind of you know at the end of a disney film you know, like the mighty ducks and they're kind of got that <laughs> that last speech before they go out against the bullies and like <laughs> overcome it's like <laughs> if england were to win the world cup People in England would remember them, but if people in Morocco won the World Cup, the whole world would remember them. And then <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. Charge! Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, very well said, um, Nick. Any thoughts on the match? And uh, yeah, you're uh, rooting for Morocco. Do you know what? It's not often that I will side with a Pompey fan, but I am very much in Harry's <laughs> camp. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I like to see Morocco do it, and I think I just carry the sentiment that Ari was saying is I think the whole world is is with them and they will want them to do it and I hope that they raise their game to that level to do that and I hope it does, doesn't get to them. Um, it's like with Greece did it. Yeah. You know, they've got that togetherness that, you know, they've got that that sentiment, that that team ethic about them more so than I think I've seen any of the other teams in the World Cup. Uh, more so than I think I've seen for quite a few World Cups to be fair. That that ethic that they seem to have got there seems to be phenomenal. Yeah, everything was against them as well. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, a great um, but, a great comparison to make with Greece as well in Euro 2004. It wasn't always the best football, and it was often one nil a lot of the time. But they just trogged along and um, yeah, got the momentum to push them through the other side. So yeah, that's a good point actually. Um, fair enough. But there we go. That's the quarterfinal sent. I've got a semi. I think we all do. <laughs> Uh, on to the semi-finals then. Um, just a quick scoreline prediction. I don't know why we keep doing this, to be honest, because every prediction we've ever made has been completely wrong, um, as, <laughs> as, as of many. But anyway, for shits and gigs. Um, two matches, of course. Croatia versus Argentina. What's the score going to be? Harry? Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Argentina 2-1. That's painful. Nick? I'm going to say one apiece, but I think Argentina will do it in extra time. Yep, I agree. I think uh, I'm going to go the same. Uh, Morocco, France. Uh, I'm going for one nil Morocco. <laughs> got it. You got it, Nick. Go. I, I'm going to one Morocco. Uh, I think I think France will get one straight off, but I think Morocco will just plough through. I think they'll two two one. I'm going Morocco. I'm going Morocco penalties. <laughs> yes. I think I'm, 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 I'm manifesting it. They're losing now, though. I'm, I'm manifesting it. Manifesting it. There we go, then. Lovely stuff. Well, let's hope that happens. That'll be bloody entertaining, anyway. And uh, yeah, how magical would it be if a first African nation won a World Cup? That'll be oh. all all the work done 10, 12 years ago. Sensational stuff. Considering that Morocco are meant to host this World Cup as well. Yeah. Um, originally, that is, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, but there we go. That is the end of the, uh, well, I say analysis, but whatever that was. <laughs> sideways, look, <laughs> side, sideways, sideways look at the games. Um, it's on to the first quiz of the um, of the podcast. It's me versus Harry. Harry's got 10 questions to me on World Cup. And I've got 10 questions to him, specifically on quarterfinals. I'm going to do so bad. <laughs> don't, I don't see that. You, you. I know what you're like. You often stitch me up. Um but I don't have the memory of you. That's the I don't, I, my memory is not great. Otherwise, I would have yeah, been better at you, school. You remember, you remember anything that includes the World Cup? Yeah, football-wise, yeah. But, you know, tell me what I had for breakfast. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what bus you had for breakfast in 1993. Well, well, well. Here we go. <laughs> um, no, anyway. Um, right, how are you going to go first, all right? All right, answering first, yeah? Yeah, so as per usual, three minutes on the clock. Uh, anything you do not answer, you get one chance to redeem yourself after the clock has finished. Play along at home as well. Uh, Nick, play along at home. Are you ready? Yeah. This, these are all so based on quarterfinals, by the way, as we've just watched the quarterfinals. Ready? Yeah. Three, Let's two, go. one, go. Brazil lost 2-1 to who in the 2018 World Cup quarterfinal? Uh, oh, actually, that's what I mean. I don't remember. I do not remember that. It saved my life. Uh, 2018, did you say? Yeah. All right, let's go for the next one. <laughs> okay, which se- which Central American team made it to the quarterfinals uh, of 2014? Sorry, you said which what? Central American team. Central, yeah. okay. Um, which Central American team made it to the quarterfinals? 2014. 2014. Uh, Mexico. Nope. 
no, that's North America. Um, okay, I'll let you off. Uh, Central America. So, oh, what, what even counts as Central America? Um, <laughs> all right, I've got time. I'm wasting time. Let's move on. Okay, three. Ghana were the last African team to reach a quarterfinal. It was one all after 90 minutes, but who scored for Uruguay? Suarez. Nope. No. No, no, no. He handballed it. Oh, this is the handball game. Oh. I told you I'm going to do terrible with this. Or Suarez, the other one. Is it Cavani? No, the other one. Oh, God. Next no, question. England yeah. were eliminated on penalties in 2006 by Portugal. England only converted one penalty. Who scored it? Owen Halfgreen. He did. Uh, it, 2002 was the last tournament with the golden goal in which Senegal were eliminated by which team in the 94th minute? He finished third. Was it? He finished third. Oh. It beat us. No. Brazil knocked us out. Yeah. Um. Still one second. Who's third? Right, see, I told you I'm going to be awful this. All right. Uh, tournament favourites Germany were eliminated at the 98 uh, World Cup in the quarterfinals by Croatia. But what was the score? It's like six years old, mate. 2-1. Um, nope. uh, in 94, Italy beat Spain 2-1 in the quarterfinals. Uh, but what was the interesting thing about the two goal scorers for Italy? Neither were born in Italy. Nope. Uh, who did England beat in the 1990 World Cup quarterfinal? I wasn't even born. Um, I wasn't born in 1930, but I know who Hitler was. <laughs> who? No. Um, <laughs> uh, Colombia? Right. No, close. Um, right, your three minutes are up, so I'm just going to go for each question. You've got to give one word answer. Uh, so, number one, Brazil lost 2-1 to who in the 2018 World Cup quarterfinal? France. No, it was Belgium. Oh, Which yeah. Central American team made it to the quarterfinals of 2014? I can't even think what, what team would be Central America. Um, they played at this World Cup. It wasn't like Costa Rica. Correct. Oh, uh, Ghana, Ghana were the last African team to reach quarterfinal. It was one or after 90 minutes, but who scored one of the goal, the only goal for Uruguay? I honestly can't tell you. Also got player of the tournament. Bacon. Gotta watch your face squirm now. Nick, do you know who it is? I got Forlan. Yeah, Diego Forlan. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got Hargreaves. In 2002, the last tournament with the golden goal, uh, we saw Senegal eliminated by whom in the 94th minute? By the team that eventually finished third. What country are you going with? Oh, mate, I know it. I, I know I literally read about this the other day in something because they're talking about a golden goal. Um, who came third in that tournament? It was some, someone unexpected, isn't it? Kind of. Who done, just think of a team that done well at that tournament. And... I don't, mate. I can't think just, of anyone. Just name, name a country. <laughs> uh, I feel like it. I don't know why, but I think I'm sure that's a Euros where they came third. Actually, um, just just say it. No, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they said the last time it was right. Yeah, I don't trust exactly. Go on, go on, go on. Uh, was it just, like Turkey? It was. See, it was. Okay. I told you. Right. <laughs> There's no faith, this boy. No faith at all. Uh, <laughs> Tournament favourites, Germany were eliminated in 1998 uh, quarterfinals by Croatia. What was the score? 1 0. 3 0, Croatia. 3 0. Oh, Mad yeah. game. In 1994, Italy beat Spain 2 1 in the quarterfinal. But what was the interesting thing about the two goal scorers for Italy? 
Who's the favourite? Go on. Huh? Go on. No, no, what are you going to say? Just think about who played in that Italy team. 1998. 94. 94. Oh. Were they both substitutes? Or were they both... Uh, yeah. No. Nope. Nick? What's, what's... No idea. No idea. They were both called Baggio. It was Dino and Roberto Baggio oh. with the goals. <laughs> yeah. uh, who did England beat in the 1990 World Cup quarterfinal? It wasn't... You said I was close with Colombia, didn't you? Uh, yeah, that was a lie. Oh, I thought geographically, then. No, like, no, 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 nowhere near. Oh, mate, I'm too... Had a very famous player on their side. He's famous in World Cup history. What, what year are we saying again? Nine, 90, yeah. Was it, was it like Cameroon? It was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go, Roger Miller. Um, number nine. There. Just got to drag it up, you know. The, the infamous uh, quarterfinal in 1986 between Argentina and England featured the famous Hand of God. Which England player ended up with Maradona's shirt? Oh, shit. We've, we've mentioned um, it so many times on this pod. Oh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> it is out of my... It's someone ridiculous, isn't it? It's like... Plow someone ridiculous. Uh don't know, mate. Steve Hodge. <laughs> Didn't he sell it recently as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 7.3 million. Yeah. And last yeah. question, uh, which team has reached the most quarterfinals? Um, most quarterfinals? Uh, Germany? Nope. No, they've, they've reached the most finals, haven't they? Um, last guess. England. Correct. So you didn't do too bad there. One, two, three, four, five out of ten. Even. Even. Yeah, that's sort of my standard, isn't it? <laughs> he just buckles. He doesn't believe in himself. That's the thing. Um, all right, go and hit me with my rhythm stick. All right, let me get three minutes up for you. So, I don't know if this is... What have you gone for? Quarter, it's not you just gone for World Cup, World Cup general it's knowledge, just, really? It's just World Cup, yeah. All right, are you ready? Go for it. Who's the first African team to play in a World Cup? Oh, for fuck's sake. See, you stitch me right <laughs> up. This is relevant, isn't it? Like, Ni Nigeria. No. South Africa. No. Want to move on? Next. You, you'll know this one. In 1966, North Korea beat Italy at which British football ground? I don't need a ground name, just for team. Man United. No. I thought you'd know that. Portsmouth. It's Portsmouth. Interesting thing. No, 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 no. We weren't that. We don't have World Cup Stadium. West Ham. Middlesbrough. Yes. Wembley. Middlesbrough. No, not Mid West Ham. It was yeah. It's 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 a uh, it's Middlesbrough, isn't it? Yeah, Sorry. Middlesbrough. All right. Nineteen eighty-two. Uh, who scored the fastest goal of World Cup final? Uh, World Cup finals, not in the final. England's fastest goal in the World Cup finals. Eighty-two. Kevin Keegan. Not Keegan. See, I know you, you see so you're good at these things, but no, not him. Stitched off here. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just you then. Lineker. No, do you want to move on? Yep. All right. 2002, Korea got to the semi finals. Which two European teams did they beat? Italy. Yep. Turkey. Not Turkey. Croatia. France. No. Spain? Yeah. All right. Um, 2018 had the most own goals at the World Cup tournament. Who scored the first own goal in a World Cup final? At 2018? Yeah. In the final itself. Matthias Wiener? No. Uh, Dejan Lovren? No. Were they, were they Croatian? I would... Yeah. Okay, I, was just, I know you, you played for them, but... Yes. 
Okay, uh, name for two players who have scored hat tricks at the 2018 World Cup. Harry Kane? Yep. Griezmann? No. Mbappe? No. Benzema? No. Giroud? No. They're French? No. Messi? Ronaldo? Ronaldo got a hat trick. Ronaldo, yeah. Okay, Mor Morocco, the first African nation in the semis. Who was the first African nation to reach the quarterfinals? Cameroon? Yeah. Uh, which USA goalkeeper has the record for most saves in a World Cup final game with 16? Tim Howard. Yes. Uh, okay, time's up, but I'll just continue for you. Yeah. Um, Spain and Portugal and who are submitting a joint bid for the 2030 World Cup? It'd be weird if it's not France. It's not France. It is weird. Morocco? Not Morocco. Andorra. That'd make more sense. No, there's someone that... W it, it doesn't make sense Switzerland? No. I don't know. Come back to that one. Uh, okay, so which country am I, ready? Two-time hosts, played at the first World Cup, the best res result... So our two quarterfinals in uh, 1786. Before this World Cup, they'd actually got out of the group stage in seven straight World Cups. And the one that should give it away, their joint top goal scorers share the same name. And that name is Hernandez. Mexico. Yeah. All right, let's go back then. So first African team at World Cup. South Africa. Uh, uh, no, it's a lot further north than that. Egypt. Yes. All right. Um, England's fastest goal World Cup in 1982. I have no idea of that team. No idea right, of that enough. team. All right. Fair oh. enough. And the own goal in the final 2018. Uh, it's a Croatian player. Perisic. No. No. Nope. Uh, last one, then, really. You didn't get was Spain, Portugal, and who? Think politically now someone that probably wouldn't be able to host the World Cup. Fucking know, mate. There's a lot of countries. Although saying that, FIFA would fucking... Anybody would. Spain, Portugal, Iraq. It's go not on, Iraq. Go, go on, All Nick right. wants it. You got 7 out of 10. So Is it Russia? Beating. It's not Russia. It's the ah. other side of that conflict. It's Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, so you might have to play a game in Ukraine on like the Wednesday and then fly over to Spain or Portugal for the Mad. Madness. What was the game. what was the answer to the other ones? Uh let's go through them, shall we? Uh I had Brian Robson as the goal scorer. Uh, and uh thought it was too early for him. Uh, Manzucic. Oh Mario Manzucic. Yeah, yeah. No no recollection of that whatsoever. Anyway, fair enough oh. then, but there Seven out of ten is very good. I'll still, I'll take it. I'll take it. Especially when you started asking dodgy questions about the first African team at the. Jesus, I thought Christ. it was relevant. I thought you'd like that. You like you. Oh, true. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I do like it. Um, but Nick, now it's all on your shoulders as we move on to what's in your panini. You're representing the fans. You're representing the listeners. It's all on you to get yourself <laughs> on our top no gear pressure. style <laughs> leaderboards. Are you going to be like Harry Kane in that penalty in Sky, or are you going to absolutely hit the oh, roof? God. <laughs> we didn't really talk enough about that. <laughs> Too much. Oh, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's Here go. we go. Watching your panini. Yeah. This is for the listeners. We had a very good week last week with Aaron. Got three shinies. Um, he got nine out of ten, so he's right at the top of the leaderboard. Can we get a respectable one? We've yet to get like a really like big player, like a Mbappe or a. Uh, uh, Ronaldo or Messi, anyone like that. So that'll be that'll put you in good stead. Oh, and I say we're a, <laughs> didn't get a good player. We start with Michael Estrada of Ecuador. So we continue that trend of not getting good players. <laughs> we then get someone I have heard of in the form of Aaron Ramsey of Wales. So decent Welsh player. Next isn't bad either. Jordan Henderson, so you know, not bad at all. Done well for England, not bad. 
run of the mill. Your favourite player as well. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> funny, funny how you named name checked him earlier on. Um, we then go to Theo Hernandez of France. Not bad in a semi final. And your last player is Marcos Acuna, probably one of the best players for Argentina, also in the semi final. So you've got two players in the semi final. You know what? All in all, I don't think that's a bad pack. It's not considering bad some pack. of the shite we've had. So um, <laughs> Marcos Acuna, Theo Hernandez, Jordan Henderson, Aaron Ramsey, and Estrada. I think that's slightly above average from what we've had, to be fair. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's around. 6.5 do you know what that's exactly what scale. I've written down that's exactly uh, what I've written yeah. down we're on we're on one same page for once there we go exactly 6.5 on the Panini scale which uh, Nick I think he's done pretty well you've got yourself a bronze medal I think that puts you into third place for the listeners I, I'll take that I'll take that not bad for the listeners shame yeah. about getting the Anderson but you know it fair enough anyway that brings us to the end of the podcast thank you very much for listening everybody thank you Nick for being here yeah thank you for having me I really appreciate it no worries been a star Uh, Harry how are you doing yeah 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 yeah. it would have been better if we were talking about semi-final England but you know so right, we're all behind Morocco now. It's all good. We've got, a new, we've got a new team, combined team, and we can't argue about tactics or the manager. Or they should have brought on Grealish because we don't really know who plays for Morocco. Exactly. <laughs> so, that way. We're all in the boat. We're all in the boat. Uh, lovely stuff. And uh, you can follow us, uh, Team of Your Lives, and, on Twitter or teamyourlives.podcast on Instagram. Uh, but until then, look after yourselves, each other, and come on, Morocco. See you next time. every chance that Wayne Rooney could go back to the Man United training ground and stick one on Ronaldo. Beckham could raise the roof here with a goal. I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way to the World Cup Finals. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.